You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of No Other Pod. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod, a decision day episode D-day. with a playoff spot on the line. I'm Jimmy, along with my good buddy, Mr. Hockey, Daniel Kuzer. Bro, I think I, you know, I only wear stuff like this so we can just talk about it. You know what I mean? I just, <laughs> it's fashion. It's high fashion. Yes. So we can have a conversation about it. Uh, bro, it, we got D-Day coming. This is, uh, <laughs> it, dude, bro. It's do or die. I yeah. mean, you can talk about all these scenarios, and we will. Oh, we will. And I'm like, I also want to calm the hell down. I want us to not get crazy. Yeah. I want us to relax, all but, right, and try to keep our heads about it. Yeah. Can we do that? Have we ever done that? Uh, no. Are you familiar with uh, athletic fandom? <laughs> yeah. Are you familiar with uh, choosing a team to follow when you're very young and letting it ruin your life your entire uh <laughs> <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's, um, I was speaking of athletic fandom ruining your day. I was, uh, out of town for work in Colorado this weekend and uh, I happened to go to the Colorado Buffaloes game on Friday night. Cause I was like, why not? I'm here. Let me go see Dion. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, Hey, it's Dion, Shador, Travis Hunter. I'm like, let me go see this. And so I, I bought tickets that day because I was watching ticket prices steadily fall until, you know, it was like, four hours before kickoff and I was like okay I got pretty decent seats well seat singular looking for one ticket 40 yard line 35th row I'm like this is great so I'm sitting amongst all of the like Colorado alumni who have a little money now because they got season tickets and I bought one of their tickets because they couldn't go so there's a dude to the left of me who's literally wearing like a gold rhinestone jacket that says buffaloes on the back and there's people behind me that are talking about 30 years ago you want to talk about letting a sports team ruin your day go watch your team that you love that you spent lots of money attending that school, go up 29-0 at halftime, and then watch one wide receiver single-handedly ruin your day and you end up losing 46-43 in double overtime. Because Now, explain that. I'm unfamiliar with what really happened. I only saw that there was a comeback. You mean What do you mean one wide, wide receiver ruined the day? What happened? So there's there's a wide receiver. I don't even know his name. He's from Canada, of all places. Number Who's 13 for? on Stanford. Okay. Terrible, trash-ass team. Yeah, and he had zero catches in the first half. In the second half, he had 15 catches for 295 yards and three touchdowns. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so he single-handedly just absolutely oh. demolished the Colorado Buffaloes. They couldn't get triple team in this guy at all. Like, they, wow, they just couldn't do it, and it went to double overtime. And I watched people from go from high fiving and cheering each other and talking about bowl games to. MF and everybody in and out of the stadium as they walked out just screaming their head off at, you know, 12.30 in the morning. Was that, like, kind of awesome, though? Because you you didn't have a dog in the race. It was hilarious. It was me you and then there care. were two dudes who drove up from Colorado Springs who were in the military who just had the night off. They were like, well, I don't know, let's go watch Colorado. So the three of us are just standing there, like, looking around at all these people just have go from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows, and we're just sitting there like, this is fun. So oh it was like, gosh, <laughs> and you're with alumni. So they're just like oh more invested God. than you ever were. I mean, hell, you oh waited to the last minute to buy a ticket, right? You're yeah. like, I don't really care uh, if I don't get a good, if I don't get a good deal, I just won't go. Big deal, exactly. right? Exactly. Exactly. So, oh, man, and you, you got to be all, that's, that's, that's great. That's how I had awesome. a front row seat to the meltdown. So it's, uh, wow. I'm, I'm not going to let, if Sporting Casey doesn't win, 
on Saturday. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be that that student who was caught from Colorado sobbing on television because his what? team blew a 29 point lead. That someone cried. Oh, there was tears. This is the these are children's games. Right. These are teenagers that you're crying over. So if if Sporting KC doesn't pull it off on Saturday, I, I, I got a little perspective, you know. In my in my my mid thirties, I'm I'm a little bit wiser than I was in my college days. So, it's uh yeah, it was it was pretty funny. I had a Dude, great get, time watching this historic meltdown. I get some I get some serious Schadenfreude if I see some grown man just crying over sports, <laughs> and I'm just like, what are you doing? Like yeah. this is that's insane. Mr. Gold Jacket, three seats to the left of me, was not happy by the end of the game. He was MFing his kids, his family, the Deion Sanders. The, he was, oh, it was all out. The or damn buffalo that, that's running on the field. <laughs> or people that, or people that, uh, you know, cr- crush their TV because their team loses. And I'm like, right. that's some privilege that, that's some privilege shit yeah. to break your TV and thinking like you can just go buy a new one, no problem. Now, see, I, you know, I'm going to point this out, Nick. Our producer, he said he got emotional when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl in 2020. I will sure. give a pass. I give a pass to people who, you know, especially Royals fans, Chiefs yeah. fans, people who you've been with the team and and they've been terrible or they've been unlucky or whatnot for so long, and then you finally get to the mountaintop. That's an emotional release that I can actually understand. Sports is such an emotional thing. Like I know people who are like my 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 dad or my grandpa watched every single game with me, and he passed last year, and now we're 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 winning the World Series or winning the Super Bowl. I actually get that. That makes sense to me. Sure. But, but if you're a team like the Colorado Buffaloes, who have been used to losing for the past however many you haven't won a national championship in 30 years, and you lost a regular season game, and you lost a regular season game, your third of the year or whatever it was. Yeah, to to Stanford, even if it was an embarrassing fashion, you you can't be crying. You can't be that dude on television who's just his <laughs> girlfriend standing there patting his back as his head is down and tears are streaming down his face. I do want to preface: neither one of us are opposed to crying. Not at all. Okay, that's not the problem here. Not at all. <laughs> but I cry all the time. I I go to a movie. I'm crying. Hey, I'm I crying cried at, at the I cried at the Era Tours movie. <laughs> okay, you were you up there dancing in the in the front row with all the. Is it, let let some motherfucking kid get up there and ruin my experience. No, they did not. I had okay. milk duds. Re- no, I didn't have any milk duds. <laughs> I, I had a hell of a time. It was yeah. great. I'm gonna watch it on streaming at some point. I just Ooh, you know here big screen, bro. Here's well, I mean, I got a pretty big TV, but did you you have an IMAX screen. I don't have that. You have a big old giant but, screen at B and B theaters. Oh, uh, I I'm just saying, I don't like people, and so if I watch, <laughs> if I go to watch. A movie, whether it be a concert movie or a regular movie, I don't want people up there singing so loud that I can't hear what the, the musician singing or dancing around where I'm just like, excuse me, I paid $20 to try to watch this three and a half hour concert. I would like to watch it. Sure. Not, and, and, I know th- and, and I know that's a me problem. So it's that's why I'm just problem. not going to sure. go. It's a concert film. So you are almost encouraged to do that. Sure. But we went Sunday at noon. Okay. There were like three kids who went down to the front and they were just kind of, you know, people were clapping like it's a concert. Some people had glow sticks, which I was like, bring enough for the class. What's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what a what a great time. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm glad I did that rather than attend the concert in person. Okay. I will say that. I had way more fun because it's like a front row seat, bro. You're up close and personal. The camera's all up in it. You don't get that when you go to a show sitting up in the nosebleeds. Yeah, I did see a TikTok of, I think they filmed it when she was in L.A. At L.A., yeah. 
And so there's there's funny TikToks of, of, of people filming the cameraman just like running his ass off in circles, like trying to get the circular shots when she's up there on the stage and whatnot. And I, I felt bad for him, but hey, it made a, made a good movie. It, it was wild. Like I'm not a Swifty by any means, but I tell you what, there were like dozens of songs where I'm like, oh, that's her song? Like, oh, wow. I just okay. never really like, you know, you know the song, but you never really knew it was who it was by, you know? Better, better get used to her with the current state of affairs in the Kansas City Chiefs. Look, might have to. Now, my wife's full Swifty right now. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh boy, babe. Like, what do I, what do you need from me? What can I do to help That's you? Why you got that Travis time. Travis mustache, bro. I date pop stars, you know. Uh, <laughs> let's be honest. It's got to go soon, bro. It's white trash. It's got to get out of here. You know, but it's plain mustache. If you cut your hair or got a suit or did, you could be uh, the, the dad from Adam's family. Look, I from Holland Adams family. How'd you know that? Were you the dad though? I don't remember who. Bro, I was Gomez Adams. That's what Adams you, family. Yeah. The, you got the Gomez. You got the Gomez mustache. I couldn't. Think of I that. had. I had to darken the mustache to culturally appropriate that I was uh, Hispanic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we don't need to. I mean, come on. <laughs> it had to be done. There were no no other people auditioned. <laughs> yeah. So, anywho, on that note, um, there's lots going on, man. It was it's it, Sporting Kansas City hasn't played. Uh, in in a week, we talked about the game in Salt Lake where, where we went down and uh, and just surprised the heck out of Salt Lake City and, and, and came out of there um, after they got the red card, setting us up for a potentially huge decision day uh, scenarios. And and you know what? It only got easier for Sporting Kansas City to get into the playoffs over this past weekend, even though we didn't play because. Dallas doesn't like to win games. They do not. And the Colorado Rapids messed around a little bit. They went down to Frisco, Texas, where FC Dallas plays, and they got a draw. And that's all they needed to do. They didn't even need a win. They just needed to get a draw. Dallas just needed to drop some points, Mm -hmm. and that's what happened. And we, we are now sitting in a position where there are five teams fighting for three spots. Two of these five are going to get their hearts broken mm-hmm. at the end of Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, It's weird. You know, what they used to do the week before decision day, they'd have like a mini decision day. Eastern Conference team would kick off at a different time, and then Western Conference would all kick off at a certain time as well. Mm-hmm. And then decision day, everyone kicks off at the same time. Boom, mm-hmm. everyone. They're not doing the everyone this time. They're doing conference specific. Right. Um, TV, I, I, don't, I assume. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if they maybe they just didn't have them paired up like that before. So they, you know, decision day, maybe they were more mindful of pairing up conference matchups this time around. Yeah, I mean, they don't. So what they don't want to have happen is if, you know, let's say Portland and Houston kicks off two hours before or an hour before even SKC Minnesota. And then. SKC sees that Houston either drew Portland or beat Portland, then they know, okay, yeah. you know, when they, I guess it's not a good example because Kansas City still has to win in this case, but there are scenarios where um you could park the bus, stuff like that. Yeah, here's here's a better example. If Kansas City and Minnesota kicked off before either Portland, Dallas, or San Jose's game kicked off, and then Kansas City and, and Minnesota drew, and so they both ended on forty two points, then all three of those teams know they're in. And then they don't have to even win. They could they could rest their starters if they want to, and and they don't want that happening. Buddy, so. if we draw, I will cry myself to sleep. We I don't about think tears. I don't think we're gonna draw because uh, a draw doesn't help either team. No, Some, somebody's gonna lose on Saturday. 
because if all, you're saying it, I mean, it's it's not it's not going to be a draw. I'm just going to say that right now because Minnesota. It, if it's a draw, both teams lose. A draw is literally the only lose lose situation. I just grab my armrest like it's a like it's a simulator <laughs> of Disney World. I just I, I strapped in like I was on the the Millennium Falcon, bro. I was ready to go. Yeah, it's that's the one. I mean, this game could get wild. Oh, it's gonna get wild. They don't have a freaking coach, man. They're just they're coachless, and we everyone's had a week off. Like it's time to get down to business. Yeah, it's um, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty nuts, and it, and it all started because on uh, Saturday, Dallas finally made up that that game that they've had in hand for a long time with the Colorado Rapids, and it looked like it was actually gonna start off potentially well for Dallas because Colorado got a yellow card in the second minute of the game, which is pretty. I mean, granted. RSL got a red card in the second minute of the game against us, but you don't usually see cards that early. And so when I saw, I wasn't watching this game live because there was college football on. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm watching my team just get their ass kicked by Notre Dame. But uh, it's uh, as I see that that Colorado gets the yellow card, I'm like, okay, not a great start. And then I see Colorado go up in the 25th minute, 1-0. I was like, holy shit, this might happen. They might do this. And then. Alan Velasco, FC Dallas, pull one back in the 37th minute, and I was like, "Damn it! There's no, there's, there's simply zero chance that the Colorado Rapids are going to hold on for another, you know, 53 minutes and stoppage time and and earn this draw." Dallas is at home; they're good at home. They're going to get a go-ahead goal, and and it's just going to make it that much. It's not going to be over for SKC, but it's going to make it that much harder. And they did not; they held on, and they ended. In a uh, a one-one draw, so it's fantastic, man. Because now, like the winner of SKC in Minnesota, will clinch a playoff spot if Portland, Dallas, or San Jose mm-hmm. just drop points, yep. draw or lose. Yep, just one of them have to do that, and then the winner of this game jumps right in. Yeah, and they could jump depending on how things go. They could jump the wild card spot and not have to play that. Which yeah. would be great because the wild card turns right around and plays next freaking Wednesday or Thursday, and then has to p- start their the winner of that then starts their best of three series that weekend. Yeah, so I mean for sure. it's a not an easy route to be in that wild card position. No, not at all. I want to break down these scenarios a little bit more. Get into who each of the opponents are playing this upcoming weekend. What we need to be paying attention to. Uh, but before we get into a little bit more detail, we're going to go ahead and take a break. So we'll be right back after this. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Look, so I told you about that. I went to the Taylor Swift movie. All right. I'm a fan. Two hours and 45 minutes. Hell of a time. All So many songs. Just. <laughs> uh, but the night before that, your buddy was out there cheering on Roman Reigns at the T-Mobile Center. Were you really? Woo! Yeah, bro. We were like seven rows back on the elevated section, uh, kind of facing the entrance ramp. Now, this was not a, like a televised thing, right? This was like showcase no. or whatever they call it. Just live event, bro. Had my had my belt out there. Okay. Me and my buddy took our belts, tag team champions. You know. Yeah. Uh, it was good. It was a fun time. A little excitement outside of T-Mobile Arena that night, bro. Apparently, we were locked down in the T-Mobile. Did arena. they make an announcement in the theater, or they just kind of were like, oh, "Just keep it going, keep keep the show moving." I'm sure they probably see the show was a long show, and I was like, "This is weird. Why would it go longer than three hours?" Maybe they just started doing other matches to keep it. Oh, that's interesting. 
I think they, I think they improved it. I think they're like, maybe if a match was supposed to end, they're like, it's got to keep going. Yeah. Cause there was a moment when Roman Reigns, like he was the final match, which would be close to around 10 30 ish. Right. Was he against LA Knight? Who's against LA Knight did come out after that, but, uh, uh, he was against Sami Zayn. Ah, okay. Roman in the middle of the match grabs a microphone and he's like, why would I ever come back to this town? He's like, they were like, just get on and start talking shit. Yeah. He just started talking shit in the middle of the match. And he goes, you got five more minutes with me. And then I'm out of here. <laughs> and it's, you know, fucking boo, all that shit. But uh, I had no idea we were locked down. Marissa was picking us up out front. And she's just parked out there where there's an active shooter, apparently. Yeah, some kids were messing around or something. I'm like, babe, why'd you stay there? Like, you should have just went and drove away. Speaking of... uh a wrestler, and we'll talk about the games here in just a second, but a wrestler getting on the mic. I forget who it was. My boss is a big WWE fan, and he was showing me some like some good promos or what, whatnot. It was, um, was it Sami Zayn? It wasn't Sami. I don't remember who it was, but someone, it was in Oklahoma City, um, or was it, no, was it in Seattle? I don't know. Somewhere they were just started shit-talking the basketball team. It must have been in Seattle, and they, he started shit-talking that they lost the Supersonics. Oh, sure. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Big time booze at that yeah. moment. I've I never heard an arena though. get so loud in my life during a promo, and he just like would not let on. I think Kevin Owens was nearby, and they're uh, real butthurt about not having a basketball team out there. It was it was that, pretty funny. That's uh, old news too. It's oh, it like, was Elias. Ah, it was yeah. Elias, and he just kept going back to it. And Kevin Owens is like literally like almost in tears because he's he's like trying to stay in character, but he's crying. And, and Elias just kept going back to it. And he's like, now Oklahoma City, that's a good basketball team. That's a great city right there. <laughs> Wrestlers are wild. So oh, it was a good time. Well, I'm glad you got to go and you were yeah. safe. Yeah, so totally. It's a good thing. Um, let's let's break down what exactly is happening. The, the playoff pictures here, like you said. So... The winner of SKC in Minnesota will clinch a playoff berth if, obviously, one of those teams wins and Portland or Dallas or San Jose just drop points. They have to they draw or lose. If they draw, just one of them draws, then, and we win, we're in. Um, You're going to keep an eye on these two during the game, huh? Oh my God. I'm going to have yeah, the, the, the absolutely multi-view. It's going to be tough to be fully invested to the game on the field. And and not look at what else is going on, right? Like you're you're gonna oh absolutely you're gonna have especially to especially if you're in a winning spot, right? right. If you're up a goal or two, I mean, it's yeah. like, it'd be nice to get a couple early and, and pad that lead a little bit. We might we might go hot, dude. You think they're not freaking ready to go? You think Andre Fantas didn't just have a little rest, a little abdominal issue, and he's like, my abdominal's fine. I'm back, bitches. <laughs> um, so if if Sporting Kansas City win and then any one of Portland, San Jose, or Dallas drop points, we're in the playoffs. Now, here are the seeding scenarios like you talked about. Here, talk about win. This is confusing as hell, by the way. I hope you all are confused as I am. Sporting Kansas City will go all the way up to the seventh seed if they win and all three of Portland, Dallas, and San Jose draw or lose. Just, just don't win. This is simple. Get into your heads right now. Portland, Dallas, and San Jose, fuck just don't win. <laughs> you don't, don't win. You don't want them to do well, okay? They just got to not win. Um, that That's going to be tough because two of them play at home. Uh, Portland plays Houston at home, and San Jose, I believe, plays Austin at home. Uh, Houston at, could get Portland, dude. That could get them. 
Houston, Houston could mess around a little bit. Exactly. So, and San Jose, Austin, you know, everyone's always looking to play spoiler, you know, and it, right. mess around and spoil some San Jose hopes here. Austin's got nothing else to play for at this point. They announced that Josh Wolf's coming back as head coach, and Austin fans are a little mad. So, Josh Wolf's going to want to end the season on a good, good note. Okay. Good point. Um, and Dallas plays LA Galaxy, who also has nothing to play for in LA. And, you know, Dallas has had some some success in LA recently. So, that that one to me is they, the They've t- been dropping points. Dallas has been dropping points right and left. I mean, that's the Dallas way. They were high up there, what dude, do. for a long time. And they've, the- they've slowly just crept on down. This is the arc of Dallas. Yeah. In their history, they they are doing really well, and then they slowly fall down the table until they collapse and, and either crash out early in the playoffs or don't make them at all. So yep. this is this is right along the script. Um, but even if Sporting KC don't make the seventh seed, which would avoid the play-in round altogether, which would be wild. That'd be sad. Um, and, and if they did that, they would probably play... Uh, I mean, I guess they could feasibly play any of... Uh, LAFC, Seattle, or Houston, depending on the results. Uh, right. It's not favorable, like whoever you're playing, but you are guaranteed two more games. Right. Now, if that doesn't happen and Sporting KC doesn't move all the way up to seventh, um, they can clinch the eighth seed if they beat Minnesota, obviously, given. And then two of Dallas, San Jose, and Portland draw or lose. And if that's the case, we get a home playoff game because we would host the play-in game against whoever was the ninth seed, which is a huge advantage. Exactly, because there's the dude. Woo! We we own like the tie. We own the tiebreaker on these Correct. people. We if we tie any of those teams on points, we still go ahead because we'll have one more we'll have win. More wins, which is right. wild to think about considering we didn't win a game in our first ten games. Jimmy, I hate this. I hate being in this position. I don't want to like. I, I'm trying to like curb the enthusiasm here and not converse about this much because we've been here before and we just start talking oh think of the possibilities daniel think oh jimmy this could be so much fun this year we could we could travel we could go play this team and then boom we lose and everything doesn't matter right yeah i mean there were there were definite moments throughout this year where we'd start to get a little bit of hope and then it would feel like oh nope derailed again chris messaged me today he goes how you feeling about skc i said i'm feeling that we shouldn't talk about it because we do this every year, and then we cry together. Like, yeah. It's a let's good thing. Do this. Good thing we don't have a podcast where we have to talk about it. I know <laughs> it just sucks, man. I don't. I don't. Ah, I'm optimistic, right? But super cautious. And then obviously, Sporting Kansas City would be the ninth seed, which would still technically be in the playoffs. But we would go on the road for the the one off play in game, um, if only one of Portland, Dallas, or San Jose loser draw. Which hey, you know what? Again, ten games in. If you say you're in the playoffs. Um, it's it's better than not being in the playoffs. It's not where we want to be. Nobody wanted to finish ninth out of 15 teams or whatever it is this year. This is a better team than that. It should be. But we're going into decision day with a chance to actually make the playoffs, and that's about all you can hope for. So it's... Um, if this game draws, both teams are done. And we just watched the most horrible game ever. Yeah, it, I mean, that'd be devastating. That would be um, that would be very frustrating. Yeah, for both teams, everybody, everybody in the stadium would be depressed. There's going to be an early goal from one of these teams, and I really hope it's us. The question is, um, who's the more nervy team? Who who does the pressure get to first? Minnesota. And, they're not at home. 
you would think, but if you look at Minnesota, is actually pretty decent on the road this year. They're better on the road than they are at home. Yeah, they have a six, eight and two record on the road, four four and nine at home. So, but they, like you said, they're coachless. No Adrian Heath right now. Um, they have an inner coach. It's gonna be rocking, bro. This it, place is gonna be rocking. It's this is this is a. I mean. Peter Vermees is not coaching for his job because he's not going to get fired. But there is going to be a significant difference, I think, in the discourse around this team throughout the offseason if Sporting KC can manage to get into the playoffs, and especially if they can get out of the playing round if they're in the playing round, versus if you had a chance to make it to the playoffs, you got to win, and you lose at home to a team that's already fired their coach on decision day. That's not yeah. going to be a good look. This this is this is a uh, a trajectory defining game for this club for the foreseeable future. So they better not mess around because this is it. And I think this may be where we've talked about before. Sporting Kansas City's age; they're one of the older teams. That also means they're one of the more experienced teams. This might be where that actually helps them stay calm. They got a lot of leaders on that team, so we'll see. Could be, man. Could be, but. Whew. It's uh it, it will be interesting. Let's um let's talk about before I we we jump into sort of the history and, and the last however many games with SKC Minnesota, etc. Um the other games to keep an eye on. San Jose is hosting Austin. Austin has never beaten San Jose in six attempts. San Jose has beaten Austin in two of the four six attempts, and there have been four draws, and at least the last three games have all ended in a draw, which would be good for us because a draw is all we need for for Sporting KC to have a shot in the playoffs. 2-2, 3-3, 2-2. Those are the last three games. So there's a history of these two teams sort of playing to just a, a stalemate. Um, Portland and Houston. Portland owns the all-time series, 10 wins to 8 draws to 7 wins for Houston. But last time these two teams played, granted it was in Houston in August, Houston won 5-0. Houston's a good team. And yeah. a few times ago, they drew 0-0. There's only been one time of the last three games that Portland's won. So, odds are pretty good again for Sporting KC. Now, the Dallas games where it gets a little tricky. Um, the last three times, at least, that they've played, Dallas has won all three games. 3-1, 1-0, and 1-3. Uh, Two of those have been at home, one on the road. So, LA's probably the worst team of, of, of the three that we'll be rooting for between Houston, Austin, and, and the Galaxy. But, you only need one, man. This is gonna be crazy day, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be nutty. I mean, it's- NWSL just had their decision day, and that was pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, these these days always get wild. You'll see things flipping up, like oh, someone had a home playoff game, now they don't. Mm-hmm. Someone was going home, but now they're going to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like it's uh, it's exciting. And how how MLS is it to look at the standings right now in the Eastern Conference? There is a team that is currently sitting above the playoff line in DC United that is already eliminated from playoff contention, even though they are above the playoff line because they're the team that has a bye. They've already played 34 games. Doesn't matter what happens, they're out. Yeah, they're done. Which is why because because there is a game happening right that would put that would inevitably put someone above them. Correct. That's insane to me. Yep. (laughs) Just from a simple draw between a game, they they can't do shit. They simply cannot make the playoffs because of the way. It's working out. It's so. weird to see. I thought when I saw that surfacing online, I thought it was a, uh, that was a misprint. I was like, oh, okay. So MLS soccer messed something up on their app or whatever. And it's like, oh no, that's, that's real life. Okay. Yeah. No, that's, that's actually how it is. So 
it's uh it's impossible for them to to make it um so it's it's pretty wild and that's because um new york city plays chicago chicago is is level with with dc united on points in 40 even though dc united currently hold the tiebreaker with more wins but that's uh, excuse me um with a, a better goal differential but that's because um they've played one more game so if if chicago loses to new york city New York City will go from 38 points to 41 points. Good enough to jump ahead of DC United, eliminate them. If New York City and Chicago draw, Chicago gets 41 points, good enough to jump DC United and eliminate them. And then obviously if Chicago wins, 43 greater than 40. So um, sucks for DC, but regardless, either New York City or Chicago are going to jump them in the playoff spot at least. Pretty wild. So pretty nuts. And then obviously... The Sporting KC versus Minnesota game. Um, this this is the one to keep an eye on. Uh, Sporting Kansas City has had quite a bit of success against Minnesota historically. 13 wins to Minnesota's six. There have been four draws. So Sporting Kansas City has won more in league play than they have lost and drawn with Minnesota combined. And at least the last three times they've played, Sporting KC have won. Twice this year, 3-0 at home back in May and 1-0 on the road in September, and then last year in September, 4-1 at home. So, some historic success against Minnesota United. How are, uh, does that does that alleviate your nerves at all heading into this game, or, or how are you feeling? No, that doesn't alleviate any nerves. It just makes you, <laughs> it makes you realize, like, oh, well, the tide's got to turn sometime, so here we go. Yeah. I am pretty nervous about it, man. Uh, you know, when you look at power rankings, like, we're sitting there at 17 in these current power rankings, and Minnesota United is at 22. Um, you know, LAFC whooped their ass. So it's like that they're going to want to bounce back and get something done. So, yeah, they will. It's, um, they're going to want something to prove similar to, to what Sporting Kansas City do. I mean, they don't have a coach right now. They want to prove that, uh, you know, if they're play, maybe they're playing for Adrian Heath. Sometimes weird things happen like that with the players, where they're not happy with the decision. And they want to play for their coach, um, so that could be a motivating factor. Um, Look at this lopsided shit, real quick though. I I said LAFC whooped their ass five one, but then they turned around and beat the other LA five two, mm-hmm. and it's like what a what a couple of crazy games they've been a part of. Six goals and then seven. Yeah, like I do. We, should we expect some high high scoring shit here? Not that this is a good indicator of what to expect because in one game in MLS, anything can happen. But if you do look at the the latest MLS power rankings, which is just one person's opinion, um, Sporting Kansas City are 17th, which is not great, but they're 17th. Um, and then Minnesota United are 22nd. So, you know, J. Sam Jones on MLSsoccer.com thinks Sporting Kansas City is the better team. So... It'll be interesting. I was looking, I'm going to look it up right now because I don't remember exactly what it is now, but if you look on uh, what the betting odds are for, for Sporting Kansas City, and I'm not advocating for for betting on uh, on um, Sporting Kansas City or anything because anything can happen in this. Soccer in general. In soccer in general, yes. It's not great. Um, but according to DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, Sporting Kansas City... Um, they are the favorites. The money line is minus 125 for Sporting Kansas City to win. 
Um, a draw is plus 295 and a Minnesota win is plus 255. So, so odds makers think that the most likely outcome of those three is a Sporting Kansas City victory. Oh, that's, that's great. Take we that for that. what you will. We love to just, dis- oh my God, I hate this. Odds makers also thought so the 49ers beat the Browns and the Eagles would beat the, the Jets. So, yeah, Eagles should beat the Jets. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> uh, but it's just another data point that, you know, Conventional wisdom saying that Sporting Kansas City should be the better team. Now you got to go do it on the field. Yeah, man. We'll see. Uh, Let's take another quick break, and then I want to come back and talk about some other Sporting Kansas City news. So we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, uh, have you jumped into the old messy docu-series yet? Not yet. I know you were talking to me about, do I want to watch it? Do I not? I know it's going to be propaganda. So what are your thoughts? I think you should watch it. It's uh, it, they got it's you. good. 
but it got me doing exactly what I did when this craziness was happening in real time. This isn't going to translate well for anyone not watching, but I was just did this every time. Just shaking my damn head yeah. because of the stuff that was happening. Yeah. The, 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 the movement, everyone growing, the fan fandom mm-hmm. getting nuts, his free kick on the first freaking debut uh, and winning a trophy right. in his first. I, I just, I, I don't understand it. The man now they're, is. They're going to go on tour in Asia in the offseason? They're going on an Asia tour. That's absolutely insane. It's MLS teams don't go on tour. Right. The first it's, time, I mean, yeah, it's it's very unheard of. It's very rare. There's moments, bro. The only, the, this couldn't be any bigger. It, it would, the only way it'd be bigger if this was like LA and like Hollywood, right? You got all the stars coming out and uh, it's, it's, I don't know, man. You don't, you don't get as much Beckham as I thought you would get, but that's okay. I think it's- going to go watch the Beckham documentary for more Beckham. Right. And it's not all messy either. Like it really does focus on Miami as a whole. And if I'm a Miami fan, this is fucking great. Yeah, like if I'm a Miami fan, my team has this Apple TV Plus docu series. Yeah, I can't wait for the next episode. Well, every so. time you get on, you know, uh, MLS season pass on Apple TV, it's still just messy all over the place, even though they're eliminated. Hundred percent. Yeah, I know they're so sad. Like all media is just so sad that they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, everyone else is just like, <laughs> yeah. The Athletic kind of got killed a little bit on Twitter because they wrote an article that basically was like, "What MLS is missing out by not having Messi in the playoffs," and that's like. There's nothing that's going to make like an MLS diehard fan's blood boil than an article like that where a player like Messi, who, yes, greatest player of all time, whatever, will come in and just totally outshine the entire rest of the league and have media members writing, however valid the point may be, that, ah, you know, this is this is kind of a big loss for the league just because this one guy's not in the playoffs. Yeah, and... You know, but as far as the doc, like I was saying, though, it's not just about Messi. Yeah. I mean, it focuses on that 18 year old, uh, Kramashi. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, his dream coming true and all that stuff. It, mm-hmm. It's neat watching them go whoop Dallas's ass at Dallas when yeah. you and I talked on here, like, yeah, we'll see how they do in hot Dallas. Uh, oh, excuse <laughs> me, Frisco. And they did just fine. <laughs> and uh, there's rumors now that Luis Suarez. Circling around Inter Miami for next year. Choppers are coming to Inter Miami. Yeah. The the Tyrannosaurus oh Rex himself. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, that dude is. He's got a humongous head for one. This person, <laughs> the personality, dude. You have to have a big head to be famous. By the way, go look at all famous people. Huge heads. Just physically large head. Physically large heads. Not not metaphorically. Like think highly <laughs> of themselves. Big heads. Big faces, like that's what it takes to be famous. So, okay, if y'all think if you got like big lips or big nose, y'all need to get into Hollywood. We'll see. I don't know. About it. I have a big head. I'm not famous. You got a big head. I wear like a yeah. I have a pretty big head. Seven and five eighths. My hat size. That's pretty big. That's that's mine. But I well, thought it was all hair. Big heads. <laughs> I have a cousin that wears a size eight hat. Oh goodness, is he rich? That's no. It's uh. Every time he goes to buy a hat and, and they're like, what size do you need? He's like, eight. They kind of laugh. Like, no, really. He's like, I'm dead serious. I need an eight. And they, they were like, well, a smaller one. And he's like, look, it does not fit my head. Let a special order one for you. Right. Big dome over here. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, it's it's a fun time. Um, Sporting Kansas City did have a little bit of news this week. Um, they did not have a game, but they did host the annual club awards at the Pitch Black event. At Children's Mercy Park, and that so, costs money to go to. I believe so. 
I mean, you yeah. probably can get a ticket package where it's included. Uh, right. But I I have never been. I would like to go at some point. You've never looks been? Fun. No. Looks fun. In one year. There's games. I saw, you know, pictures of all the players, you know, playing skee-ball with each other and having a good time. And there's drinks flowing and food. And they, and they do announce um, all of the different award categories. Um, some of them, you know, before you go there, you know, the golden boot for the year, even though there's technically one more game left, Alan Bolito. Um, so, you know, that that's no surprise. Uh, save of the year was Tim Melia, which it's no surprise, but, uh, you know, there were a couple games where he didn't play. Um, MVP, Alan Polito, which even though he didn't start the start of the year, I think once he started coming back and really getting in the groove, that's when sporting started to really hit their stride. So I'm not necessarily surprised by that. What is interesting is Alan got MVP. Uh, Eric Tommy got Offensive Player of the Year, which is a little different. Um, they might want to just spread the love around. Here's, here's the one that I like the most. Defensive Player of the Year, Jake Davis. Yeah, agreed. The young guy who is not a natural defender, who had to move out of necessity from midfield to right back, not only did well enough to put Sporting Kansas City in a position where they could make the playoffs, it's the best defender on the team all year, by and large. First Academy product to get that award. That's pretty huge. That's, that's awesome. I mean, that the dude's been awesome, dude. He's, he's played the last 22 matches, yeah. for God's sakes, which you're like, you don't even think about that because you're like, well, that's, that's his role. Mm-hmm. You know, he leads all MLS defenders and tackles one. Huge. Pretty um, and then he had, you know, had that game-winning assist against St. Louis where he split the defenders and, and mm-hmm. kicked it up top to Allen. Mm-hmm. That's high-class shit, dude. That's not a child anymore. No. That is a, that is a man, baby. I'm, I'm not trying to, you, you know, you're going to yell at me for this because mm-hmm. you yelled you yelled at me for this before this, this current season when I had a hot take. Hang, hang on to my armrests. I don't think it's Graham Zussi's spot anymore, even in going into next year. Get the fuck, get out of here. Get out of here. You're going to have Why? the defender, the, the defensive player of the year, a young guy who who has grown and gotten better every single game and has taken the reins in that position. You're going to bench him for what? A 37, 38-year-old player next year who hasn't played in months? You're going to bench him for the humanitarian of the year. That's what you're going to do. That is true. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. Zeus is it's it sucks that he hasn't been able to it's get back on feel. It's just the natural course of life. Sure. He's not so dying. Life. He's, he's not dying. <laughs> I mean, dude, Jake has rightfully earned this, and who thought that would happen? We thought we'd be talking Caden Pierre. You know what I mean? That's, so, well, that's where you yelled at me before the season is I thought, you know, injuries who who knows if, if injuries didn't go the way they did, what we, we could be talking about Caden Pierre's defensive player of the year right now, but we're not. Caden Pierre got a hamstring injury, took him months to come back, came back briefly, re-injured it. Jake Davis took advantage. But if Zeusy's, I don't know, man, if Zeusy's healthy, maybe he was able to, like, he just now got on, got in the roster, you know? That's, maybe. It's possible. But you got a young guy, Jake Davis is what, 21 years old? 22. He, 22. He could be the right back for the next eight years for Sporting Kansas City. You're going to set back his development by after he he services uh, that position as well as he did twenty one, so he, 21. he he did that well all year to earn defensive player of the year. I can't make a justifiable argument to sit him in favor of Graham Zusi at this point. I can't. Look, he's going to be buzzing Saturday. I mean, I know the kid's going to want to get things done, dude, and and play lights out, mm-hmm. and and that's that's going to translate to everyone on the field. 
Mm-hmm. I cannot be more excited. This is the most intense game that I've ever been a part of. Like, this is it, dude. Yeah. After such an abysmal start to the season, I'm so excited. It's it's a bummer for, for Graham Zussi if this really is how he loses his job. It's by no means his fault. But it wasn't Drew Bledsoe's fault when he lost his job to Tom Brady. He got hurt. Yeah. Tom Brady stepped in, and we never saw Drew Bledsoe in a Patriots starting role ever again. That happens, man. What? Gosh. Remember when uh, Johnny Moxon got on the field and uh, uh, you ever, what was that his name? Johnny Moxon? Johnny got, Moxon. Ste- stepped in as quarterback for uh, for Paul Walker and, and Paul Walker got uh, hurt. And uh, I was like, what are you? I'm thinking real football. And I'm like, who's Johnny Moxon? I'm like, what is he talking about? <laughs> Johnny Moxon, man. He, yeah. you know, uh, he was throwing a tweeter out there. They were a hell of a good team, but that's what happens. You got <laughs> Paul Walker couldn't get it done, man. Yeah, so um, new cover of the year was Danny Rosero, and I feel like that was just kind of like a by default award. Um, <laughs> he's one of these, like the only newcomer this year. There was Nemanja Rodoya, and yeah, and he was fine, but he was hurt. He hasn't he hurt played as much as Danny has. No, right. So I feel like Rodoya maybe could have won it if um, he wasn't hurt the way he was for quite a lot of the year. But um, Rosero has really been coming into his own, man, and it's been. Uh, been fun to watch him grow within the team. He's been he's been better as of late. He still has a couple nervy moments. He still can't play out of the back, and he and Fontes together trying to play out of the back is not what I want those two center backs doing. Yeah, don't get cute. Don't don't do that shit. I have some thoughts about what Sporting Kansas City could do to try to fix their center back issue in the off season next year, but uh, you know that's not where we're at right now. Nope. And then uh, goal of the year, Eric Tommy, and and this was from a, a while back, back in May. Um, Marinos Johnny sends the ball to Tommy in the corner. Tommy does a little fancy footwork, drives all the way to the flag, then comes back around toward the middle of the field, avoids like two or three more Portland defenders, and nobody's closing him down. He's like, whatever, you're not going to guard me. I'm just going to take it from here. I'm tired. I don't want to run anymore. And then off his left foot, strikes a laser into the the far, inside the far post, and uh, puts uh, Sporting KC on on the board in, in that game that they eventually went on to win 4-1. to Okay. <laughs> that was... That was pretty crazy, dude. That uh, the the expected goal value of that shot was point zero one nine, yeah. according to Opta. Yeah, uh, and then that that sparked the comeback, dude. Mm-hmm. And apparently, when Tommy scores, we are undefeated. We are eight and zero and zero. So think about yeah. that when Tommy puts one in the net this Saturday. Eric Tommy scores bodes well for Sporting Kansas City. Man, oh man, just. That's crazy. That's some Kuzalytics right there. That's Kuzalytics, dude. <laughs> oh, it's it's gonna be wild, man. He uh, Tommy Tommy has three goals from outside the penalty area. By the way, he's got a that, good shot from distance. Yeah, that's the fifth most in MLS. So he's not the top or anything like that. I'll miss you up there. Yeah, I mean, anytime you score from outside the box, it it deserves some recognition, anyways. Like it's it's wild. He's got quite a laser. He can, yeah, he can pick it out from just about anywhere, and he wants to. You yeah. can see him; he wants to shoot it. Between him and Alan Polito, there's a couple of dangerous uh, shot takers. If, if you're on a free kick just outside the box, yeah, it's not messy, but a couple of guys you can put in the back of the net. Messy. That's all we're gonna hear next year, man. It's it's nonstop. It's so annoying. Asia tour coming up, especially you know Miami's due to visit Kansas City next year if things play out how we think they will. So potentially, yeah. If uh, if he comes, man, it's going to be just a madhouse of media. 
Right. All I those people imagine. who show up for the media game are going to actually cover a sporting KC game for the first time in their life. For a change, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it'll it'll be it'll be a fun environment if that does happen. But um, yeah, shout out to all the award winners, um, like you said, and then yeah, some of the others you mentioned: the Grand Zussi Humanitarian of the Year, SKC Two Most Valuable Player, Lucas Rosa, um, and then the Academy Player of the Year, Natty Clark, and then the Sporting Club Network Member of the Year, Sporting Wichita. So, yep, pretty cool. So, congrats to all of them. Um, you got any other thoughts on the Sporting KC game that we got coming up before uh, before we maybe touch real quick on a disappointing U.S. men's national team performance? Uh, no, nope, nope, sure don't. Yeah, it's gonna be wild. Looking forward to it. Get out there. There's standing room only tickets. Those are the only tickets left available. But we we mentioned this last week. If you're not up for this game. What are you doing? You don't love sports. Yeah. You don't want to be there. Yeah, I mean, I wonder how many people just threw the towel in back in April and May and were just like, I'm done with this, you know. And hey, it's like you got to ride this out because that's what this day is for. You know what? Excitement. I'm not. I'm not going to gatekeep. Now's your chance. Come back. I'm. I'm holding come. out. Holding out the olive branch. Come as come long back as it's at the table before the playoffs. Don't come back. Don't be that guy that like, oh, we get in the playoffs, we start winning one or two games. You're like, oh, something cool's happening over here. No, come back now. There you go. You got a chance. <laughs> so, um, outside of Sporting Kansas City, uh, the U.S. played Germany in an international friendly. They went up early. Christian Pulisic, banger of a goal. Uh, Larry Balligan gave the uh, the assist. It was 1-0 in the 27th minute, and then Germany was like, oh, yeah, we're Germany. We're better at soccer. You know what makes me laugh is this meme. I'm sure you've seen this meme plenty of times, but it's like, here's USA with a knife and... This there's Germany as a, as a guy who's hunched over, and he's like he's like call an ambulance, and then turns around with a gun, but not for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of my favorite things out there. It's just some old guy, but not for me. Yeah, that's pretty much what this game was like. It was like, oh yeah, we got him. We're you know this is the, our our generation, 2026 World Cup, and Germany is like no 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 nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nine's probably the amount of goals they could have scored, you know? They could have, but yeah, they they tie it up, gunned again in the 39th minute, and then I'm not going to attempt to pronounce the other German names that scored, but they ended up winning 3-1. to one. And uh, and yeah, the U.S. has a little bit of, of a ways to go still. So yeah. now they're going to play Ghana and another friendly coming up here. Um, Ghana's a really good team from uh, yeah. the African Federation. They're, they're always in the World Cup. They're, 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 they're good. So, um, hey... That's uh, tonight in Nashville, Tennessee on TNT. You can watch it. Um, I'll say that Max on Max, TNT and Max and Peacock, because why not? Let's just put it on all of them. Um, I will say this. I would much, much rather, without question, the U.S. men's national team play friendlies against teams like Germany and Ghana and lose 3-1 than friendlies against curacao and win seven to zero oh yeah you gotta humble yourself right and it's the iron sharpens iron situation Mm -hmm. like i always knew man like i didn't want to stomp people in rec soccer like that wasn't helping me get better right you know so it's the same thing dude pro sports you want to play against good competition and become a better player play the best learn from that because you're not going to be playing uh, Trinidad and Tobago, a bad example. We got some bad history there. You're going to be right. playing St. Kitts and Nevis in the World Cup. You're going to be playing Germany. You're going to be playing Ghana. Right. Or St. Vincent, maybe even the Grenadines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So I, I am glad that the U.S. is actually playing some quality competition. Hopefully they continue to do that over the next few years before uh, the World Cup because they, 2026 was supposed to be the year that they might kind of sort of be competitive. And and I think they got a ways to go. That's rough. Yeah, that's tough to, to be feel confident about there. Yeah. So you got anything else for our good listeners before we sign off for the night? Uh, no, dude. What? Just... Uh... Just a weird, weird weekend. I mean, our teams aren't aren't getting it done. KU football loses. USC gets stomped. I mean, just uh, not a good weekend. Chiefs didn't play, so that's good. You know, they had Thursday situation going on. And then, you know, Travis in New York, and he's on SNL and living his best life. You ever watch SNL? I I watch the clip. I'm that guy who, like, oh, that was a good sketch. I'll go check it on YouTube. Oh, okay. We're we're always watching. It was one of the first shows my wife and I ever like watched together, like yeah. in my apartment back in 2014. You know, so did you watch so this kind of live? We don't watch live. Uh, we'll watch it the next day on Peacock. What do you think we're kids? Well, did you have any we split? Did you know late? Travis was going to be there before you watched it. Uh, I did because we were at the wrestling thing, and then we I you saw seen, seen stuff online. Right? I imagine you sitting there watching the whole episode, turning into the Leonardo DiCaprio meme when Travis Kelsey shows up and pointing at the screen. Yeah, I'd I'd have to live under a rock to not see something like that surface, right? Like it was everywhere. It was, it was. crazy. Yeah, well, they were everywhere. They were apparently until four in the morning at the SNL after party. I don't know how they do that. Oh my, and me, my old ass. I'm like, Travis, you got practice on Monday. You need to get <laughs> back to Kansas City. Here's a game next week, man. Yeah, I'm sure he's back now. He has to be. They were practicing. Yes, so. but he's tired and he's not going to be his best self. Yeah, they live a different life than we do. If it's he 8 p.m., I'm in my pajamas and it's like it's too late to go out. I can't do anything. It's already dark. If baby Travi doesn't get enough sleep, we might not play well, you know? Yeah. So, anyway. And his jam jams at a, at a good hour, bro. <laughs> well, uh, look, like we said, let, let's show up. Let's show up big time at Children's Mercy Park on Saturday. Let's beat some loons. Oh. Let's do it. Wild. Gonna get loony. Yeah, we'll get loony. And uh, I, I just... I'm I'm desperately hoping for a Sporting Kansas City victory and then for some of those other games to go just a little bit longer so we can all experience it together where we win and then we see the final score for one of the other games or two of the other games and then we all explode at the same time in the stadium. That's what yeah. it's all about. I want that and I also hope I hope this game's aggressive AF. Oh. But I hope there's no like crazy yellows and reds, right? Cuz if you do win, you don't want to be missing Alan Polito next week, you know? Yeah. At some point, a goalie's going to be pulled from the box to go upfield to try to get a goal and do something. Like, it's going to be all the stops pulled out because there's literally nothing to lose. Nothing to lose? I'm all in, man. I hope you guys are going to be there. It, it sold out, though, you said? A standing room only is what's left. Ooh, as it should be. I wonder if there'll be a TIFO. Yeah. You know what? And we're getting into hoodie weather. That's my Ooh. favorite kind of soccer weather, bro, mm-hmm. that I don't have to feel cold because I didn't dress accordingly. You just throw a hoodie on. Yep. Good to go. Absolutely. Fantastic. So, I might even wear gray sweatpants, complete the trash look. Ooh, well, you know, <laughs> be careful. Mustache, long hair, gray sweatpants. You're not supposed to wear gray sweatpants out about it. It's, it's not good. I know. That's because, yeah, you, don't, you be careful. That's all I'll say. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> um, anywho, thank you all so much for listening. We're looking forward to hopefully a victory pod, a playoff pod next week. If not, we'll we'll be back here. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But right now, all sorts of excitement. So make sure uh, you stick with us. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NoOtherPod, at Dan Kuzer, at JCMac. 
1-800-273-0803. Shoot us an email, nootherpod at gmail.com. Check us out on YouTube, KCSN Soccer. You can see Dan's faces. You can see his hockey jersey, his Travis mustache. And, uh, yeah, you can also get the video on the Kansas City Sports Network app. And don't forget to leave that five-star rating and review. But until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. Travis, you got a game this weekend. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.